What's the Homework, Episode 10, The Music Theory of a Playlist, with your hosts, Ed and Eric. Welcome to Episode 10. This week, Ed and Eric are all alone again and recording on Halloween night. Things start off with some talk about Halloween in the hospital and trick-or-treating. Ed seamlessly transitions to a discussion of the Apple conference this week, but Eric just isn't into it. Ed then gives some sports updates, including some explosive wrestling news. Finally, the boys get to this week's homework, create a playlist for the other host. They ended up being perfect reflections of one another. Check the show notes for links to each. So, hurry to the cafeteria. Billy is running for class president, and she asked you to help hand out candy to bribe classmates to vote for her. You chose take fives, obviously. Class is about to begin. I was so close to meeting him. <laughs> well, you should tell that story, even though it's definitely it's not like a story. Well, so what happened? Well, I can't give details, but I work in a hospital, and on Halloween, the kids. Oh, don't. Okay, okay. You're right. You're giving too much stuff away. You work in a hospital, and Gritty was supposed to be there. Yeah, Halloween, and you the kids him. can't go anywhere, so they try to make it special yeah. in the hospital. Like they do, like, you know, you can trick or treat in certain areas and they like hand out candy and stuff but then they also have people come and like cheer them up and they all like they bring around like a crate full of like costumes that they can pick from and wear and stuff um but then apparently gritty was there and no one thought to tell me (laughs) because you keep this side of your life a complete secret yeah and i mean they definitely don't think you're a sports fan i think it's quite true yeah so it yeah (laughs) So I'm going to ask you a question that might be a little uh, depressing, but Mm. what's like the general tenor of like the hospital you work at? Like, are people like really depressed? Well, it depends where you are. I mean, like there are people that come in because they have appendicitis and I don't know. I feel like that's a diagnosis that everyone kind of like understands. They know that you sometimes get a procedure, you stay for a couple of days and then you go home. Did you ever go to the, were you ever in the hospital as a child? No. I got my tonsils taken out, and I just remember, like, everyone being super nice to me, and, like, I don't know. I guess it didn't, I don't remember it scaring me that much. I remember, like, feeling, like, special. Yeah. I mean, I think people do, there are a lot of people in the hospital, social workers, and, um, like, Child Life, um, which is an organization in a lot of hospitals that, like, literally their job is to like make sure the child has time to like be creative and have fun and spend time with other kids. Um, so they do their best, but I mean, sound depressing. you know, it, it, you know, I, for, especially for people that, you know, got admitted cause they had an infection and thought that they could go home by, um, Halloween and they find out like two days before that they need to stay longer, you know, uh-huh. that kind of sucks for those kids. Um, I don't know. I'm like, I'm very interested in, like, do you think that, I don't know, once again, I I look at it, even though I have more of a closer look into, like, medicine because so many people in my family are doctors, I still look really, like, I don't know, I think it's really impressive doctors that work in a hospital, like, that feels like the front lines of, like, real intense medicine. So, like, I don't know, I feel like I'm very, I have a lot of questions that I feel like are uncouth to ask. (laughs) Uh, do you you feel do you feel I don't know I just like I want to know I feel like this is something that I when (laughs) 
when I'm uh, altered, I think about these things that it's like (laughs) (laughs) that so many people just deal with something for the first time, like when it happens, like when we were talking about hereditary Mm -hmm. and we were talking about like in hereditary, the family member dies and like people, you were, you were surprised with how insanely people are handling it. Mm -hmm. It's like, so many times you you are you're not prepared to deal with those like tragedies in your life. So I'm just like interested in how doctors like like that's that's my only insight. Basically, what I'm saying is, until my mom dies, I'm not gonna know what it's like to be like around someone dying. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like seems really scary, and I'm just curious. Do they like train you how to handle those things, like that emotional stuff? Uh, so they definitely train us to, to deal with that stuff, but there are also people in the hospital where it's their job to, to do that. So they train us basically so that we don't make someone else's job harder so that we don't say something that will really like derail someone else's progress. Yeah. Um, but we're, we're, we usually don't have, I mean, if, if like a patient or family has a good rapport with you. It's, yeah. it's nice to, to be able to have that conversation with them, but usually it's best for someone who, like, it is their job to have those conversations as far as, like, prognosis for a disease. Um, Jeez. Jeez, we're really getting depressing. Yeah, this was Happy good. Halloween, everyone. Mm. <laughs> that I, I was thinking, I saw so many skeletons out that I really thought about where those skeletons come from. Dead people. <laughs> Do we have to go out for the first time? I'm so jealous. So I told I told Katie that we don't that we need to have candy ready, but I don't I don't think anybody's gonna come. Did you well, give them they candy? Come by now. Oh yeah, I guess it's too late. They Did started you give them candy. I got so I got home at like uh, I don't know like six fifteen, and Cindy got home at six thirty, and there were like hordes of trick or treaters out already. Like people were out. Like parents leave early to go take their kids out. Yeah, the some people at my work left early to take their kids, which is cool. I think that's really fun. It's cool, but like, who are you trick or treating? Well, dude, at? it's wild. Like in New York, like first off, I think that it depends what age you are. I think by like seven, people are home. But like, dude, kids were like trick or treating at like convenience stores, and like yeah. Dunkin' Donuts was giving out candy, yeah. and like I passed by my CrossFit gym, and they were giving out candy. Like, it's just a whole different like ball game yeah we live right by Pasquunk Ave which is like a big street in South Philly and last weekend and then they were doing it a little bit this weekend but like all of the stores are part of like a big trick-or-treat so you just go to each store um or like a restaurant or whatever and they all have candy trick-or-treating in the city is so much I, the way I remember trick-or-treating is like literally I lived in like a cul-de-sac neighborhood so we just like went house to house to house we got a shit ton of candy yeah oh dude i miss halloween so much i love candy um yeah so we got a bunch of candy (laughs) and uh i told sydney that we had to have good candy options so we got an exclusive bag of take fives obviously wow um and they went the the quickest which was predictable interesting um and we had at least one person come up and say, oh, they have my favorite candy. And then she took a take five. So I feel good about myself. Good. That's really, and what else were you giving out? 
So we went with Hershey brand. So we didn't have any Mars candies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we bought a dark chocolate bag. So it was like dark Weird. chocolate Kit Kat, dark chocolate Hershey. There's no way the kids enjoyed that. That was a bad choice on your part. We'll see. I mean, I I won't see, but... <laughs> and, uh, and then we had sour a mix of like Sour Patch Kids and Swedish Fish, and those also went fast. Because most people give out yeah, chocolate, so when you see non-chocolate, you grab it. Is that how you feel? Didn't you do that? I don't remember it that much anymore now. Like, I just remember... Just grabbing. Just <laughs> a lot of grab. <laughs> Did you? When was the first time you went without your parents? Um, I think it was. Huh, I would guess like fifth grade. That early, you went without parents. Yeah, either fifth or sixth grade. Because like I remember, like we would go to my friend Rob's neighborhood. Shout out Rob, we're listening, and we would just like walk around that cul-de-sac, like his neighborhood, and get a lot of candy, and then we walked like. Maybe our parents were there. What kind of candy did Taylor Swift's parents give out? They didn't live in Why I'm Missing at that time, but I'm sure whatever they gave out, it was like fake and not real and made up because everything yeah, about they just gave out Bibles. I mean, apparently they lived on a Christmas tree farm, so maybe they gave out Christmas trees. It'd be heavy. Pisses me off. Pisses me. That's I, I got beef with Taylor Swift, but she might be listening. So if you are. I love you, and you're beautiful, and I love you. Nice. Is that, is, is that good? That's good. So speaking more of Halloween stuff, I'm actually really interested in, like, your Halloween experience. When did you stop going with parents? I I feel like sixth or seventh grade was definitely the year where they didn't come to the house. So, like, they Ooh. would just stay in the street and then be like, all right, go up and get candy. You know, oh, that was when they, like, yeah. trusted me to not steal the entire bowl. Or what? say something stupid, or oh, I see. I just you were you you were a really bad kid. I feel like <laughs> you're bad. What do you mean? Say something stu- like what would you say? I don't know. You would say. Would you say something stupid? Or are you trying I don't know, to like be funny trick or body? treat and then grab candy and pull their pants down? Like that would be something I would do. <laughs> I don't think that that's what you would do. You're such a good boy. That's a trick and, I don't and think, a treat. I don't think the addition of ADD medicine to you makes you the difference between like. You and like Bart Simpson. I feel like you're pretty like I never did you pull like pranks or anything like that? I think I went out uh on Mischief Night like once and we didn't do anything. Exactly. I feel like you, much like most people who grew up the same way that we do, are terrified of getting in trouble. Yeah. So I never would do anything that would get me in trouble. Like we just sprayed some silly string on some mailboxes and then called it a night. That's a good one. That's a good one. You didn't kill anyone on Halloween? Uh, we, like, hung a dead cat next to, like, the old man. Like, on the door. Wait, what? Like, we killed a cat, and then we hung oh, it. Oh, so you're joking again. By its tail Sorry, I was, on the front door. I was door. concerned. Is that from something? No. That'd be cool, though. We just watched cool. the first you... episode of Sabrina, so I have cats on the brain. Got it. Katie and uh, our friend Ben, who was staying with us, watched while we were recording our last one. House on Haunt. What's the Hill oh, House? Haunting yeah, yeah. Hill House. Too scary, man. We were gonna watch it, but it looked too scary. Dude, how can I watch anything on Netflix when I just found out that the Food Network app has added all 251 Good Eats episodes? Are you excited for the new um, one? Dude, I am so excited for the new one. I love Good Eats. I love the combination of 
him teaching me how to cook and him like talk it's so talking about like science and mm-hmm. stuff that's definitely like top three food network shows it's a good show <laughs> um... are we okay so speaking of uh food network uh get it get apples it. are yeah. a food mm-hmm. and uh-huh. there was recently an apple conference and our resident apple file yeah is going to tell us his thoughts eric and i just had a little bit of beef with apple because i needed to buy a microphone i bought a microphone and for the third week in a row one of the necessary components to plug in this microphone to an apple computer was missing mm-hmm. and every week i learn a thing that is necessary rather than it being yeah. easy plug and play um yeah so that is definitely just like in general, I think, I don't know, I am nerdy and I like to listen to stupid podcasts where they just literally talk about technology the entire time. Um, and the biggest complaint among them is just like the amount of extra stuff that Macs and like phones and iPads are starting to require just to make them usable devices because they're trying to remove every single port and headphone jack and everything just to make the device slimmer and sleeker. Interesting. Um, so anyway, we get, they had an event, um, in Brooklyn, actually in New York. Uh, and this was their second fall event. Um, so this was just like Macs and iPads. Uh, so they, the MacBook Air is like the number one um, selling Apple computer. I don't know. It was the one I had in, until I needed an upgrade and they had an upgrade to the MacBook Air. So I got something else. But anyway, they upgraded that. What do you have now? Which one do you currently have? I have the MacBook Pro. Which one do I have? I have the, you have the MacBook. So it was like called the new MacBook when I bought yeah. it. Yeah. Which is nice. Okay. It's nice. It's the, I think the thing that I, I like it, it's it's small, nice. The keyboard is more of a hassle than like a plus. Mm-hmm. Like they really tried to, what, what were they going for with the keyboard? Like, uh, so they're trying to decrease the travels so that they can make the device slimmer itself. And technically. But like, wasn't there something about like clicking or something? So it's supposed to decrease the amount of malfunctions you can have with the keys obviously the opposite was true so it's not the opposite there are definitely less people having issues with the keyboards but the issue is that once you get a problem with the keyboard like you basically like you can't just plug and play a new key for the keyboard like it's a complete repair takes like a full week where you just give up your computer like it's a complete hassle so there are like risk of having an issue with the keyboard is better but if you do have an issue it's a total pain in the butt anyway the new macbook air has this keyboard as well so if you want a mac you have to get this keyboard so that sucks uh (laughs) i guess the cool thing it's made 100 percent recycled aluminum that's cool great (laughs) is it that's the only interesting thing i find about this computer i don't know i just don't care about macs and ipads why, why don't you care? Isn't, like, the ultimate, like, dis- you know, it's interesting. I guess the ultimate display of, like, a computer company power at one point was making the computer. And now it's just, like, what is Apple going to do with their phone? Would you say that is, like, the product most important to Apple's brand, the phone? Oh, for sure. For sure. And what would you say is second? 
Uh, probably. Mm, so the they, def- they definitely care the most about the iPad. Why? Because they think it's the future of computing. Do you think it is? So that's my issue, is that right now, like, I... I don't know. Like, I don't do a lot of one thing. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I do some email, and I... We do this podcast, and... Right. I don't know. Like, I, I don't do one thing, so I can't, like, say for this one thing i really only need an ipad right like i have an ipad and i don't use it anymore i used to use it to take notes in medical school but uh now you, as an adult i literally don't use it. it i watch if i'm gonna watch something in bed i watch it on my phone because the screen's big enough that i don't want to hold an ipad and then if we're on mm-hmm. the couch i just watch it on the tv right um but i neither of like the Mac doesn't really have the portability of the iPad, and it doesn't have a touch screen. So, I don't know, it doesn't feel as, like, future-proof as an iPad does. But the iPad just doesn't do enough where I can say reliably, like, I don't need to have a laptop computer. I totally do. And until we're at that point, I just don't find either of them very interesting, because you're asking me to have both of them in the house. Right. So, like, that's the thing that, like, first off... I don't find the touch screen for like certain things. Like I hate typing like something big without like a mouse. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, you can't like in my job, it's really important. Like literally every single comma and like uh letter needs to be perfect. Some words are italicized and it's just not really user friendly without a mouse to like quickly click something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like also like, I feel like with the iPad, there's no janky way to... And this is like... We're recording this podcast by running QuickTime and we're FaceTiming and before we were Skyping because we needed more people. Like, I feel like you just can't do as many things with the like iPad. And I know somebody's going to be like, well, you can record, but like, can you record and also like FaceTime on the iPad? Yeah. You can? <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. But they also, Um, they removed the headphone jack from the iPad. So now you need some dongle that has both, you know, if you're going to use like a special mic and headphones, now you need a dongle that can plug in a mic and separate headphones because they removed the headphone jack. So just like you literally made the device, in my opinion, less useful. It sucks. I feel so tied to Apple now where it's just like, obviously I'm going to get an Apple device. I have all of them to interact, but it's like, I sometimes feel like a prisoner to it. Like I wish, do do you feel that way at all? I feel that way. It's the phone. But I also, I don't know. I, um, I guess I haven't used other devices enough to like reliably say, but when I like switched to Macs, it was because I was tired of the poor reliability of like Dell computers Whereas I knew, like, if I got a MacBook, it was probably going to last me four years and I was going to be fine. I couldn't say that with other computers. I just remember, like, the biggest factor in switching was, like, Apple computers don't get viruses. Like, do you mm-hmm. remember that? Yeah. Is that... I don't think that's the case anymore, though. Um, I think they're pretty good. I mean, the reason I like Apple stuff now is because I do think they put more of an emphasis on privacy than any other company. And I think they're proud of that fact, and they speak out about it. I mean, Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple, was just in Europe talking about their recent legislation that required certain privacy 
goals for all yeah. technology companies to meet, including companies in America like Google and Facebook and stuff. So I think it will come to the U.S. eventually. But anyway, I think Apple puts a high price on people's privacy and they put importance for it. I think Google does as well, but I also think mm-hmm. their comp- their business sort of relies on the fact that they need to collect your data to some extent, even if it is anonymous. So whereas Apple does not ever sell you ads, like they literally just sell you devices. And I don't know, I am willing and able to spend that premium on a device to not have to have to sell my data to a company. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, besides the like MacBook, which did you, were there any like major changes at all? Anything, even new colors or anything like so that? It's the Mac. It's literally the MacBook Air with a Retina screen. Got it. Does it have the what ports? The it seems it has two USB C, which is already nicer. Yeah, that's sort of. Like, I only have one USB-C, so it's like I can't charge and plug anything in at the same time, which is such a such a hassle. Yeah. I think it kind like, of makes do... both my computer and your computer seem pointless. Absolutely. My computer's yeah. too expensive for what it's doing, yeah. and your computer doesn't do enough for the majority of people. I also think the computer costs $1,200. That's too expensive. It That's needs to expensive. be below $1,000. So expensive. Ah. But the iPad is less expensive. But now, how much does the iPad cost these days? Uh, so it's like 800 bucks for the base model. Holy shit. It is. You know what? I don't know if you people... I don't but know if that's 800 it, bucks it. with, do you need a keyboard? If you're not yes. going to get a MacBook, then you probably need a yeah. keyboard, which is $150. And then... I don't know if you need the pencil, but like it's kind of a unique part of the iPad. So you probably need the pencil, which is $100. So it's not $800. It's more like $1,000. Yeah. Yep. And it's like to get any, like, yeah, you can stream all your stuff. But, like, if you're not going to have a computer, like, I guess all I do is really stream on the computer. I was just going to say, like, games or, like, but let's say you, like, want to do, like, word processing. Like, any, aren't, aren't all the word processing apps, like, monetized? I think, uh, I think. Microsoft has switched to all free, and like Google Docs is free, and Apple's word processing. I think most of those like productivity suites are free at this point. I think they're all covered by companies anyway. So anyone that doesn't get it from their company is just gonna get it for free. I think that uh, the it's still really far away from like an iPad or a tablet replacing like. The word processing, like replacing a device in at least the legal profession, like really far away. Mm-hmm. So because like you just have to do too many things at once on the computer, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's all. You, I can see it like replacing stuff in medicine. Like, I mean, what do you need besides like your chart? Um, so it does. I think there like are definitely um, like primary care practices that use iPads instead of computers. Um, it's doable, but I don't know. Yeah. It's it's like a case-by-case basis. Like, I can't say reliably that no matter what you do, an iPad is totally fine for you. Or no matter what you do, you don't really need an iPad. Just get a laptop. Well, anyway, the new iPad seems, like, more square. I think it's actually pretty good looking. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, like, more square. And, like, it seems like, I don't know. It's, like, the screen is way bigger. And, like, it has, like, a little bit of jutting out. I just think it looks pretty nice. It looks nice. good. Two, two new colors, right? 
Just two colors or three colors? Oh, I don't know. I didn't look. It's <laughs> yeah, probably the freaking space Dude, I'm blown away gold. by... I've said, I've said blown away a lot, but like I'm surprised. So there's only sil- oh, silver space gang. Okay, right. You really don't care. You really don't care about This is the first devices. one in a long time that I haven't watched, and I don't really see the need to. Interesting. Man, I like thought you'd be hype. Something else that's BS about Apple. <laughs> so the headphones come in two parts, and like they come with the headphones, and then they have like the little charging case. If you lose either of them, you have to buy a whole new pair of head- a whole new like headphone thing. Uh, that's kind of crazy. Can't you buy like a charging case by itself? No. Really? That's crazy. Yeah, I know. So like every time I can't find it, I have like a mini panic attack. So how would you? So let let's give it let's give the conference on our regular scale from. Mm. The best being yes and a half to the lowest being negative no and a half. Mm. Seems like you're going to give it a no. No and a half, I would say. No and a half? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll, I am impressed with the iPad. Uh, I The laptop was kind of made me mad that I have my laptop. So I'm going to give it a no as well. Or a no. Yeah. You get the no and a half. I like how you write these down it. every time. What do you, where <laughs> I mean, is this note going? It's going into my notepad. And then we have just little... a collection of things we've reviewed. Um, it's, mostly, it's honestly mostly just like in the middle of a notepad. I wrote no. Nice. <laughs> it's, it's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Well, that's Apple. Uh, speaking of apples, uh, they are a productive and useful source of energy. Mm-hmm. And you need a lot of energy for sports. And this is Ed's Sporty Shorts segment mm-hmm. where I just give a rundown of all the sports that I care about. Mm-hmm. Actually, we missed talking about this. Uh, people who haven't listened, my secret uh, mental illness is that I like professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. And the biggest, the most important professional wrestler in WWE, which is the biggest promotion, it's like the NFL of professional wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, the champion was Roman Reigns. Have you heard that name ever? Uh, it sounds familiar. That's, see, so like, the fact that uh, uh, a non-watcher paying attention, paying whatever, yep. the average person, like so, Roman Reigns was supposed is supposed to be the next John Cena, who was the next The Rock, and you know these people. They like have, yeah. they they make the transition from just wrestling to mainstream a little bit. They're both actors. Who's who's an actor? John Cena and The Rock. They are. I mean, I guess that's the next logical step for them. But anyway, so. Like, he was the champion and uh, whatever. He was definitely the most famous wrestler selling the most t-shirts, like, the next guy. And a few weeks ago, he came into, started the show. There's a wrestling show, two wrestling shows every week. And he came into the center of the ring and announced that he had to drop the title belt because he actually has leukemia. Oh, damn. And, yeah, dude, it's crazy. Like, Like real or fake? Real, I know. So that's the thing. Like, you, it, what's interesting sometimes about wrestling is like there are things that are real, but since some of wrestling is fake, it always blurs those lines. They're always like, smashing that fourth wall with that chair. <laughs> but so he came into the center of the ring, and he like his wrestling name is Roman Reigns, but his real name is Joe. And he referred to himself as Joe, mm-hmm. and he wasn't wearing his wrestling gear. He was just wearing his normal clothes, and he told everyone that he had been battling leukemia for 10 years. Damn. And that it was in remission when he was younger, and now it's come back. Mm. So 
this would literally like be the in wrestling terms this would be the equivalent of like lebron james just like it's like when magic johnson got aids and had to retire it'd be like if lebron james like next week said that he has leukemia and has to retire or like has leukemia and is gonna like go fight that and it's yeah just that's like, crazy it, that was crazy in wrestling that happened um the eagles won last week they beat jacksonville in london did you watch that game uh no they beat Jacksonville in London. <laughs> they are four and four, I think. I think that's the record. So they're playing okay. Uh, they're hold their team better than them in like the division, but not by much. I think they have like one game on them. But the season is kind of people are. They think the Eagles can still be good. They're not sure. I mean, they won the Super Bowl last year, so everyone's like, "Well, obviously, there's still time for them to like gain momentum and be good." They just haven't been super great, but. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Does that make sense what I'm saying with the Eagles? Yes. I think they're okay. going to the lose. Sixers, That's my impression. I get it. The Sixers <laughs> have also been, like, casually disappointing. They haven't been, like, terrible, but they haven't, like, won as much as people expected them to. Um, they have, Do you know who Markel Fultz is? No. So the Sixers drafted this guy two years ago, Al, and he was the number one overall pick. We, like, traded picks to get him, so we traded a bunch of assets for this guy that was supposed to be a really good point guard mm-hmm. and uh, he was going to be like the missing piece for the Sixers and he was really good at shooting in college he was really good at everything mm-hmm. and then as the season started last year he like literally like couldn't shoot the ball anymore and he was saying that it was like he or his people were saying that it was like a shoulder injury and like some people were like there is no injury like he just like got in his own head and forgot how to shoot cool yeah, I know. So he was out all of last season, basically, except for, like, nine games. And he came back and was, like, wasn't shooting the ball at all. And, like, the Sixers needed him to do that. So, like... You should... You, yeah, you need to shoot. Yeah. Especially on the Sixers, because they already have one player who doesn't shoot, and it's weird. God. Something we'll get to eventually when we talk about the Sixers. They're the f- most crazy franchise in the world, and... Every, like, just consistently, historically, like, crazy stuff happens to them. So he didn't know how to shoot and, or forgot how to shoot. And this summer, he was literally, like, no videos, like, him in a gym, supposedly practicing with a shot guru. Mm -hmm. And, like, some people were saying that it was, like, in his head, and some people were saying that it was an injury. So whatever. Like, expectations were super high because people were saying that he, like, was coming back. Mm -hmm. And... He is reintegrating himself into the team. He is not shooting that well, but like, I don't know. It's tough in basketball because it's even the best shooters only shoot around like 40%. So like, you don't expect them to go in all the time. The problem is that like teams have like stopped guarding him on the three point line as much, which is basically like they're daring him to shoot. And sometimes he is, and most of the time he's missing, but like sometimes he's just like not even trying to shoot, which is like, dude, you're never going to get better, or at least from the outside, it seems like you're never going to get better if you're not trying. So True. like it You is. miss 100% of the shots. But, like, he says he's better. Like, it seems like something, like, he's still in his own head, and I feel really bad for him. But, like, everyone is still hopeful. It's just, like, the team is demonstrably worse or less cohesive than last year, and the only difference in the starting lineup is him. So, that's that. Flyers are playing really bad as well. They won last night. Yeah, but cool. Phillies are gritty is the best, and the Phillies are in the off season. That was at Sporty Shorts. Way longer. Happening, huh? What? 
baseball still happening? No, it's done. It's done. Oh, who won? The Red Sox won. The Red Sox won the championship. Damn, that went without any recognition, I feel. Well... Was the country dealing with something at the time? Well, baseball isn't that... First off, like, in Philadelphia, baseball is definitely the fourth most popular sport, unless the team is... Okay, but it's like Boston. I feel like we hear about Boston winning things. Well, it's become less... Dude, Boston has won in 16 years 11 championships among their major sports teams. That is insane. That's like so. This <sighs> the Eagles have won one championship in 60 years. It's all that racism. The Phillies it fuels winning. It's the I most mean, racist city in America. I totally disagree with you. Boston? I think there's some racism, but like, dude, there's like you're you're ignoring <laughs> so much. Of Who the am I ignoring? Boston, of the major cities? Uh, Pick one. uh, Pick one. Go ahead. Dude, I don't even know. Challenge I don't want to alienate anyone. If you live in Boston, you're supporting a racist city. I don't think they're actually. Whatever. Maybe they are. I don't know. I don't know enough about Boston. My family settled in Pennsylvania, so I really only know Pennsylvanians. I like the donut. But anyway. Which one? Boston Cream? Yeah. That's a good donut. It's a good donut. One of the best. Yeah. Do you think it's better than the one that has, like, uh, the angel cream inside? Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, I agree. Damn. We're really hitting hitting the, the tough the tough issues. Yeah. Um, Boston did win. They've won a lot of championships lately. Um, dude, F Boston. Who cares? The, I wish Philadelphia won as much as Boston did. Oh, this is what I wanted to say. So mm-hmm. some people say that, like, those types of hard-nosed towns breed winning because the fans have nothing else to worry about. Like, in L.A., they have notoriously... Fa- like, they have a lot of fans, but they're, like, notoriously fair weather in the sense that, like, a lot of people won't show up if the team is crappy. It's even more, like, apparent in, like, the Florida teams mm-hmm. because people say, like, in Boston during the winter or in Philly during the winter, other than watching sports, there's not much you can do. But like in Miami, it's always nice. So you're like, do you want to go to the team that's terrible or go sit on the beach? So like, mm. they say the fans are more. I mean, like Buffalo has been like really bad since the '90s, and they still have some of the most like loyal fans. What else are they gonna do in Buffalo? Yeah, but so the team still sucks. So doesn't that disprove your theory? No, no, no. Well, I'm saying like that. There are there's more fan support just generally. Oh, oh. But um, yeah, the team does suck in Buffalo. They're cursed. It's hard. <laughs> Maybe out they're there. just good. Is it? It's weird that there's a team. I wouldn't want to live there. Buffalo. Yeah. I know literally nothing about it. It's a lot of I, snow. I, have you been to Buffalo before? Uh, my cousins live there. <laughs> and you're still talking shit on it. Yeah. Nice. We'll take that Buffalo. Okay, so now we're going... Oh, wait. Speaking of Buffalo, yeah. I really like the song Buffalo Soldier okay. by Bob Marley. Okay. And Bob Marley is a singer, uh-huh. and our homework was to make a playlist of songs for each other. Yeah. Yeah. So do, do you want to talk about what your thoughts... Are? You you came up with this, so what was your yeah. thought process? Yeah. Um, all right. So I uh, like discovering new music. I think... Um, the streaming services have, in some ways, made it harder because it's. I feel like there's kind of just this like deluge 
Uh, too much music? Of just like, yeah, just music all the time. Um, so it's harder to kind of like sift through it all and find something that's good or interesting. Um, but I also think because it is free, like, um, I, I can listen to that artist. Apple music isn't free. Well, like you pay a monthly fee and then you can listen to whatever you want. Got it. I'm more likely to like listen to someone's album. Whereas before I would have had to like pay for it or illegally get it or whatever. Right. Um, but I also, so when Sydney and I first started dating, um even before that we like did this song of the day thing on facebook like messenger where we would like send each other like a song of like an artist that we like discovered or whatever that the other person take notes gentlemen that's how you get a girl so like in that sense sharing music has kind of a always been a special meaning i guess i don't know anyway uh so the homework was to share a playlist uh, yeah. because we, when we lived together, I feel like we would always kind of like talk about whatever music we were listening to. Um, yeah. and I think it overlapped quite a bit, but was also like different enough that we would be able to tell each other new artists or songs. Right. Um, but we also cute as a button, by the way, you're, I, I think, I think the crowd is going to be going wild for how sweet and sentimental you are. You're good. You're a good boy. So what were you saying? Um, we both use different services. So <laughs> I use Apple Music because Obviously. all of my family is on Apple. Um, so actually, And I use Spotify because everyone outside of Eric's family <laughs> uses Spotify. <laughs> You're like a cult. Um, yeah. So we... Why do you use Apple Music, man? Like, what's the reason? Um, because... Seems like stubbornness. No. Uh... So I, I don't know, at the time that we like started doing it, like I didn't really necessarily have the like money to, or like interest in paying for a subscription for myself, but Apple had the family plan and like collectively my family usually bought about like an album a month for some other reason or another, which is basically the cost of a family plan for Apple music is $15 a month. So I just told Mm -hmm. them you guys are already spending like between the four of us, we're already spending, you know, 10 to 15 bucks a month. We might as well just pay for a family plan and just every one of your ventures that you're taking your family on is you just like convincing them. Like you're a good salesman for Apple. Did you ever Um, think about working at an Apple store? Yeah. It's really hard to get a job there. Why? I think they're pretty like, they're not strict with the type of person, but like, I think you need like a decent resume to get a job there. Like, I think you need to show good work, whatever. And you need to have like technical skills. You can't just be like some moron off the street who likes iPhones. Got it. (laughs) Um, anyway, so I don't know. We've been on Apple music. Oh, Ed's got his new mic that he's not going to use till next week. Tune in for that clear, clear audio. I'll sing into the microphone for you. Um, I don't know. I like it. I so Ed and I watch this guy Anthony Fantano. He does a series called The Needle Drop on YouTube. He had a little really good. Uh, like Q and A about the difference between Apple and Spotify. Oh, he did. Um, he did, and basically he was like, "I don't understand why you guys argue about this. They literally do the same shitty service. They give you all of the music for basically the same price." 
some of them do better showing you new music some of them do better like like helping you remember old songs that you liked like it doesn't matter you're all doing the exact same thing why do you care i don't know spotify definitely has better like sharing and discoverability i i I don't think anyone would argue against that i just don't really care about either of those things (laughs) so you're saying apple music is just before we move on since you're here we drink i have what what are you drinking Mm, i'm drinking a new belgium fat tire amber ale i'm drinking a glass of water nice yeah i like the fat tire but anyway uh i so you're saying apple music is you said one of them is better at like showing you old songs you like is that apple music i think apple is like my so apple gives you um four playlists a week uh and they're all on the exact same like they're on a specific day of the week um and so i think it's like monday or tuesday is like a flashback of like old songs that you've listened to a lot um and those playlists are usually like they're usually genre based so like it's usually like pop and rap kind of together or like um like folksy r&b rock kind of stuff together like so it's a listenable playlist it's not just like here are your top song um but those are always usually pretty good um and then uh fridays they do one that's like new music which i think spotify's is probably better i think apple like misses the mark a lot of times as far as like new music that i'd be interested in i would say it's like one out of four i'm like all right that's good Hmm. well this is actually not we can this is interesting no this is interesting i have heard from people that they like when you review technology on this (laughs) i'm being 100 i swear to god that's true that's so so dumb okay Um, why it's why okay whatever so we have to make none of this matters what i'm saying just pick whichever service you like share music I wish I could share music with you easy. I know. I wish you hey. could do that too. And I'm surprised that there's not like a service that you could, I don't know, share a song to a website and it would find the appropriate link. I'm sure there is. I haven't looked. Yeah. Anyway, if we're, so we are going to go through our playlist that we created for one another. <laughs> uh, and both of them in Apple Music and Spotify will be in the show notes if you want Wow, that's so cute of you. But I'm now not going to insert every single song we talk about, so you will have to listen to them individually. That's hilarious. Okay, so my we kind of I, I love this idea. I I honestly want to do this homework again. Yeah, I think we should now. Now that I have like a little bit more, because like I literally just picked random songs that I liked that I would be okay with talking about, and I feel like your playlist is more curated and like. I mean, god damn it. It's so, it's so us in the sense, like, mine is just like, my first song is freaking Monster Mash. Oh, it's so good. And it's yours, so perfect. And yours are really interesting. I, sad. I would, <laughs> no, they are sad for sure. I would say, except for one, mm-hmm. and except for the covers, every one of them was a new song I've heard. Really? Well, it was a new song. Yeah. Okay. So I took like a little, I literally wrote like a word or two. Okay. For every song. Do you have, like, detailed notes? Um, on mine or yours? <laughs> on on mine. 
Uh, I do not have. I have some like background on mine as far as like why I chose oh. them or just like details about the artist if they were. Needed. I could do that. I could do that too. Okay, so I need to pull up your playlist in case like I wrote it on two separate uh, pieces of paper in case I okay. miss any of your songs. We okay. might have to go a little fast because we're already at forty-five minutes. Maybe Crunchy Corner is going to be postponed until next week. Okay. Um, the crowd is going to be furious. So, so do you want to go back and forth? Like you do a song and then I do a song? Yeah. I have a lot less. Okay, so but I already said my first one. pretty close, one. actually. My songs really? were all pretty short. Yours is 53 yeah. minutes and mine was an hour and eight. Nice. So my first song was Monster Mash. I picked that because I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that song. We've already talked about how much mm-hmm. I like it. So that was the start of yours. What, it's what a was good your song. First song? It is a great, it is probably, I, I tweeted this, tweeted it at Fantano, he didn't respond to me. I think it is one of the best holiday songs around. Like including yeah. like Christmas? For sure. And I love Christmas songs. <sighs> yes, right. I indeed. Okay, here we go. Um, go ahead. My first song was uh, the Ogum Boogum song by Brenton Wood. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Which Sydney and I actually heard. I think it was like in literally like a Target commercial. Yeah, I think that's what it's it's. I I I'd heard that one. That was one of that was probably one of the only ones besides the covers that I'd heard. And yes, it's so like it's so fun. Um, so he's from he was born in Louisiana, and then like kind of grew up like L.A. Compton area. Um, but he literally. This was in like the late 60s. He had two hits, which is Ogum Boogum and then another song, Give Me a Little Sign, which is nice. Um, but then he totally fell off. Um, so it, I don't know. It's a good song. I, w- I wish he, he came back in like 2001 and had an album and it like didn't go anywhere. Um, right. But he, so the, it's like Sam Cooke type vibe. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little like, uh, yeah, I get it. It's like Sam Cooke. That's a good way to describe it. Um, yes. What you're gonna notice? What I noticed about a lot of your songs mm-hmm. is, um, mm-hmm. wait, what did you say? What did you say right before it was Sam Cooke like that? Like triggered me. Uh, I don't know. Not triggered me, but like whatever. They were I, literally next to that. I wrote Oogum hyphen lol. So I thought that was a good one. It was a good start. Uh, what was my next song? Uh, you had Lordship. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is. It's uh, it's it's Blade and uh, I forget the other Young, Young Lean. Young Lean. Uh, I heard they they posted this on the Hip Hop Heads subreddit, mm-hmm. and it's just like these are like SoundCloud rappers. And he, this guy Blade, was like one of the first SoundCloud rappers, and like his sound, I think, would you say it's cop? It's like I feel like a lot of people do that sound now. It's kind yeah. of like vapor, like way, like electronic-y, rappy kind of. Would you categorize that as mumble rap or no? Uh, eh, no, not necessarily. Okay. I, it's it's definitely like in the same family tree because mm-hmm. like I can understand what he's saying, but like I don't know, man. I think that song just bangs. <laughs> I really it's like good. it. Good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just like none of the lyrics were that interesting. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I think that's something that. There's going to be a difference between yours and mine. I like lyrics. And, like, I don't need really thoughtful, thought-provoking. I hate. I don't hate. I usually don't like thought-provoking rap, which is probably small. Like J. Cole. Yeah. Okay. Like I like. I like. I like rap for like a mood it makes me feel, and like 
some rappers are really good at like making that mood and also like i think kanye did a good does a good job of that mm-hmm. like did you think they did did well he said he's not going to do politics anymore oh did he um nice yeah <laughs> uh but yeah so i like rap because it makes me feel like either like excited or like cool or like chilled out and it's like the lyrics aren't always the most important thing for me like i definitely like like whatever this is gonna this is already taking so long what was your next song i don't remember this one unfortunately i took notes on two separate ones really? i really i'm so surprised you don't remember this one okay uh so this is boys forever the album is I'm called boys it. forever the song is voice in my head it uh-huh. is a total earworm it is so infectious um the guy is named Patrick Doyle. He was part of a group called Veronica Falls, um, which had an album called Waiting for Something to Happen, which is excellent uh, and very much worth the listen. Um, and I don't know, like, so I discovered this guy, like, in the spring of last year. Um, and it's just like, I don't know, it came out like the sun, like the weather was good. Um, and I don't know, when you're just, like, walking in the city and the weather's good, you want something to yeah, okay. kind of, like nod your head to and just be like life is all right like it's gonna be okay yeah um and this is right so i wrote catchy i wrote catchy and i wrote catchy and i don't know something i thought it was good yeah i don't really like once again it's i feel like a lot of the music that you gave me is something that you would only listen to alone (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean yeah totally (laughs) which is fine i I think that's what i i I don't know. I usually listen to music alone. Right. I, see, or it's I on in the background. I get it. Okay. What was my next song? Uh, I hope I'm not uh, rushing you. I'm sorry. So No, you're good. This is a good pace, I think. Um, yeah. Soundtrack to my life. Oh, yeah. God. So, it's dude, so, so good. So, Katie and I, Katie likes Kid Cudi, and we listened to that bad last album, <laughs> Kid Seaghosts or whatever. What? <laughs> what is that? Is that oh, the one? It was good. That was Kid Cudi's last it was bad. <laughs> no, was Compared kidding. to Soundtrack to My Life, no song was as good as Soundtrack to My Life. That, like, just period. That Every good song on Man of the Moon is better than every single song on Ghost Kitsy Ghost. Probably. I have a so Kid song later that we'll talk about. <laughs> so, like, Soundtrack to My Life is so good and so catchy. And Katie and I listened to it a little bit ago. And every time I hear it, it puts me in a good mood. And every time I hear it, it, like, reminds me of college. But, like, it still holds up today as just a good-ass song. That song that could line... be released tomorrow and would feel still like it was a few years ahead of its time. Dude, when he says, I got 99 problems and they all bitches. <laughs> I, I, I like the wrestling term would be, I pop. I go nuts every time. I pop every time for that. That's really album good. Is so good. So good. So good. Uh, you introduced me to Kid Cudi, I think, and we saw him in concert. We did. That was probably one of the best concerts I've ever been to, too. He it was, was a good so concert. Cute. It was really good. Do you remember the people we were with? Uh, we were I don't with... remember their names. Kenny was definitely there. Yeah. Um, I think Cassie was there. What was that girl that was in the program with you, that was in the medical program with you? I don't remember her name. I remember Sydney and Mel couldn't come because they had to do homework. It was at Lehigh, right? Yeah. I think Mel was there. No, Mel wasn't there. Okay. Mel doesn't listen, but if she did, we'd (laughs) ask her to let us know. 
Okay, and then for the next song, it's Sunflower, your song, Rex mm-hmm. Orange County. I wrote, boring, gets Damn. good, equals too boppy. So I'm going to listen to it while you talk about it a little okay. bit. Okay. Um, so Rex Orange County, uh, not from California. Um, his last name is O'Connor, and so he shortened it to OC, and then he became Rex Orange County. Kind of a stupid backstory, but he <laughs> like studied music in London. He He's like a very talented uh artist um he's only 20 at this point this song came out when he was like 16 um and i don't i don't know i like i crave like a blend of genres sometimes and he's very good at blending like jazz hip-hop soul and like electronic and i don't know i think that kind of stuff is cool a lot of people are just like they just want like i need to know is this a rap song or not i don't know it's the same reason i like kid cuddy like it's not rap it's not pop it's not maybe one of the reasons that like i love a good beat like i love a good beat. Mm-hmm. like and this is more like like a lot of the songs that you played seem like very they're indie stuff kind mm-hmm. of right you would say that yeah like the genre in this and like they all remind like almost all of them remind me of beck like just back like back yeah really really beck-esque but um, yeah i wrote I don't know. boring I think the song's good I think gets good he has a really nice timing for like shifting in the mood of a song um mm-hmm. so anyway this song's good um i like most of his music but i w- if you don't like this song i wouldn't keep listening see i like it once again it's just like i don't know when i would listen to it yeah other than if i'm like riding my bike but then i listen to like riding a bike or like walking around but like i listen to a podcast when i do that i think i spend a lot more time in a car than you and i think That's car music why. is different than subway music Right, and then when I'm in the car, I'm usually with someone, and like Katie and I both like to listen to music that we can sing in the car. <laughs> we don't... Okay, um, what was my next song? Speaking of Midsummer Madness, eighty-eight Ooh, Rising. That's, that's yeah, a super you, long song. Have you had you heard that song before I showed it to you? I had not. I think I've heard War Paint by them. I don't even know that song. This is literally like you put it on your playlist. (laughs) Eighty Eight Rising has Joji, who I like. He's he's a rapper. Mm -hmm. He's like an R and B rapper guy. Then there's Rich Kid, Rich. No, what is it? Young Rich Brian. Rich Brian. (laughs) Rich Brian, and he is also a rapper. Mm -hmm. Uh, Both of them are Asian. This is an basically an Asian rap rap group, except for one of the members. The other one is Dumbfounded, who's a rapper from Korea. I forget who else is in it. But anyway, mm-hmm. they're like a rap collective. And I think Midsummer Madness is. Everyone I've played it for has liked it. I think it's extremely catchy. It's good. And I think it's awesome for parties. They have a little bit of a chain smokers vibe. Oh, I hate the chain smokers. I, I will say. It feels <laughs> like they maybe used an algorithm to create. <laughs> That's interesting that you say that. Like that uh Fantano was talking about this song specifically like from their uh-huh. album and how it just like it seems like it was made in a lab to be like a summer summertime song mm-hmm. it's know. good I like it it's good I appreciate it okay the next song we have is Boredom featuring mm-hmm. Rex Orange County yes and I wrote Boring gets good when Tyler comes in okay <laughs> did you listen to this full album do you remember it no I didn't listen to this full album I should have though because I do like Tyler the Creator a lot, so I would so, I would go back. Um, mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I don't think, I don't know when, like what was going on when this album came out. I feel like if I remember correctly, there was like a Kanye album either before or after. Um, because it just got overshadowed, but I think it's really good. Um, and I had like heard Rex Orange County before this came out and then saw that he was on here. So I put this song on there and just for like cohesion of the playlist. Um, right. But apparently they are good friends, the two of them. Um, I don't know. This song, like, this song I feel like could be pulled off like a Kid Cudi album. Right. I, the thing is, like, maybe, I feel like a lot of the music that you picked has, like, really good singers. Has a little bit of an elevator music vibe to it. <laughs> Once again, I, I hope that doesn't. Cut, I know that comes off like negatively, but like, and some people are like, I just don't like. I don't like jazz. I think that's what it is. Okay, like I don't like because smooth you don't jazz. like like you did not like uh, the Kendrick jazz album to no. Butterfly, right? Uh, no, no, I, I liked it. I I don't. I didn't like the jazzier parts. Like I just didn't. I have no. Maybe it's because you played an instrument. Like, did you play jazz on the trumpet? Yeah. So maybe because I had, like, my dad didn't listen to it, like, the music I grew up listening to, like, Moldovans and Russians, like, disco dance music, and, like, we were listening to, like, Queen and, like, classic rock, so I have no, any steps into that genre would be completely on my own, so coming mm-hmm. in with no, like, like, I don't know what's good and, like, what it should sound like, and it all ends up sounding like elevated music to me. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no. That's... I- I liked uh, the Tyler the Creator part a lot. Yeah, I the <laughs> album is good. It's worth listening to. It's not all right. like that song. Um, well, it's so a very like I, diverse record. I think what turned me off to it was I listened to just the song with ASAP Who Dat Boy, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't really like it, so I just didn't listen to the rest of the album. Yeah, that song's kind of an outlier on the album. Yeah, I actually get, oh, I also I did like nine one one. Like that's that a one. good one. Like that. Okay, what was my next song? Um. Oh, Intergalactic. <laughs> did you listen to the Beastie Boys at all growing up? I didn't, and I know, like, they were big for you. So I feel like you, yeah. like, in like, I knew they were a thing, right? Um, but I never really. Katie, gave Katie them doesn't attention. like them. She thinks that she doesn't think they rap. She thinks that they just yell the whole time. <laughs> Do they yell? Would you say that? I mean, they definitely yell at parts, but they're also. They, they clearly rap. Right. So they're, like, rapping. I always related to them because, like, growing like, I get, I think a lot of Jews like this way, that it's, like, if there's someone who's Jewish doing a stere- not stereotypically Jewish thing, like rappers, mm-hmm. like, you latch on to them and you're like, oh, they're cool. And they're, like, three white dudes, three white Jewish dudes who are, like, kind of nerdy, but, like, still really respected in the hip-hop community. So, like, I latched on to them and Intergalactic was, like, me and my best friend Rob like can probably still like rap all the lyrics like off the top of our mm-hmm. head. So like, I don't know. I just have a lot of fond memories, and I still think that song puts me in a hype mood. But I can see why people don't like. Sometimes I listen to the Beastie Boys, and I'm like, I don't know why I like this, but like I really do. No, I think they're good. <sighs> um, one of them is dead now, so it sucks. Yeah. Sex. Okay, so the next song you have is All In by Kid Cudi. I didn't like this one, man. I said, Matt, old Cudi is better. I'm so surprised. Um, Why? Because the, I... I don't know. Like, this this felt... So this album came out. This was on Passion, Pain, and 
Demon's Land. It's a dumbass name. Um, mm-hmm. This was like right at like I don't know. Kid Cudi found out what a guitar was and had some weird like electric guitar album, and this was the one after that. Um, and it was kind of a return to rapping a little bit. But anyway, I thought this like again, if you don't like this song, you're not gonna like the album. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought this song most lo- closely resembled what he was doing with like like i think you could put the song on a man on the moon record and people wouldn't blink an eye right and once again i just think it's missing a beat like it's like just kind of like it reminded me of his newest album where it's just like it seems like it's just going like it's not catchy and like it's doesn't have does it even have a chorus the chorus goes and we're all in like that's literally the chorus Exactly. So, like, I, I don't know. Maybe I just like a more traditional song structure. He's very, like, he just, it's it's experimental. And it's, like, maybe I judge the quality of a good song as, like, would I listen to it again? Like, would you listen to the song again? Or are you like, no, I heard, I've heard it. Um, I listened to this album a couple times when it came out. And then I listened to it, like, a month ago. Um, and I was like, the, I don't know. I thought the, I thought the album was good, but. I should listen to it. I will listen to it. Okay. What was my next song? All right. What does that have next? <laughs> On my weird playing playlist compared oh, to your potato cool salad. One. Okay, so this is the most recent Tyler the Creator song. I think Tyler's flow in this is insanely good, and his wordplay is like off the charts. Mm-hmm. And his the video, they're just like really cool. And ASAP, who I really like, ASAP Rocky is in mm-hmm. it, and I think his he's really good. And I don't know, I just think that like it is. Just hot fire. Like, it's definitely it's not catchy. It's not catchy. It's just, like, good bars and good rapping, and I really liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, is it from anything, or is it just a single? No, because I tried to look it up. It's not off any, like, album or anything. Tyler's been, like, doing weird... I don't know what he's doing. He, like, Sometimes, released like, the... Yeah. Re-released all the instrumentals of, like, one of his albums. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. I like so I, I I think that Tyler has like some of the highest highs. Mm-hmm. Like he he's sometimes so good. Maybe I just don't give him enough of a shot. Like I listened to like those like big songs from that album and I didn't listen to it all the way through. And since it didn't make it to my like rap playlist of like music I could play at a party or like when I'm around people, it didn't like stick into my brain. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, don't know. I like him. Of- I think he's he's very funny. Um, yeah. he's very weird uh, and at no point has he is ever he actually gay I don't know people like that came out and everyone was I thought that was like really like powerful like I know that Frank Ocean like came out so that was like but like in the hip hop community that wasn't like really I, I definitely think he was the biggest artist to come out as gay Who? like biggest hip hop Tyler I don't... It, did he? I thought he did. So, I know on his... one. Of, I guess his most recent album, he definitely made a comment about being gay. Uh-huh. Or liking boys. But I don't I think know. he's... I think according he to bisexual. the internet, he's bisexual. But, like, he has... Which he is has, a big deal um, because at one point he, like... Obviously, his music is kind of controversial and he has had homophobic lyrics... In previous songs, right, right. So I mean, yeah, it's a. Uh, 
he yeah i thought he was like the biggest hip-hop artist to come out as gay and like especially with his background of like having some like uh, accusations of being homophobic i thought that was pretty interesting but anyway um your next song was a cover it was who who sings it's a passion from the drake passion song by call me moon i really liked it it's good right I thought it was really good, but I so I moved to my phone to write these notes. Uh-huh. I wrote really good, bubbly, but I'm not sure what context I would listen to it. <laughs> I keep yeah. writing that. Um, so this came up in one of my like Friday new music like Apple things, um, and I heard it, and I was like, "Why do I feel like I've heard this song?" And then obviously it's a cover of a Drake song. I don't really like cover songs. Like <laughs> my impression is either the person covering either does too much and i'm like but i just want to hear the normal song or they don't do enough in which case i don't understand why they're covering it at all um yeah but i thought this was like a good mix of i don't know like it adds a lot of like uh beachy vibes yeah to the yeah. song um, i totally agree it's very totally repetitive agree. yeah um, i still liked it but it's it's okay. good to like throw on in the background all right what was the next one I got? I think, so we're getting to an hour and five minutes. We're showing the strings again. Uh, how many more songs do I have on my playlist? Because I feel like you have 50 more songs. One, two, three, four, five, six. You have oh, nine. You have nine. Nine left? Yeah. Holy crap. What? Are, what how does this happen? All right, let's go quick. Okay, so yeah, we'll go quick. Because I want to get through them all. Let's do it. Okay, what was your song? What was the song that I had? Yeah. Okay, uh, you had Bombastic by Shaggy. Bombastic. Just listen, oh it's a Shaggy song. I think that my new nickname should be Mr. Bombastic. I think this song bangs. I think it's hilarious. Your next so song. Funny. All right. Yeah, it was, it was good. Your next song was Gamba uh-huh. by Brockhampton. I have heard a lot about Brockhampton. This yes. is the first time I've actually listened to them. Okay. Would you say this is, uh, I liked it a lot. Good. Uh, did you, would you say this is like similar to Brockhampton's stuff? Yeah. This is okay. stereotypical. They like are so they're like a self-proclaimed boy band. That's like their big thing. They formed on a um, Kanye like fan group called Kanye to the. They they live in uh, like L.A. area or whatever. Their main dude is Kevin Abstract. If you like Frank Ocean, you'll like Kevin Abstract. They're all dudes. Right. Um, Anthony Fantano like loves these guys. He does. Um, they had a controversy recently, which I think, I don't know, I think it speaks to the band's credibility, but one of the original members, Amir Van, um, was accused of sexual misconduct, and they didn't act immediately, but they, within, you know, a few months, asked him to leave the band, and they said, like, apologize to the fans, they were like, we should have acted sooner, like, we don't, you know, stand behind anything that he did, he's out of the band, and they completely stopped producing the album that he was on and started a completely new project wow um so i don't don't know we gotta move on good people it's a good song listen to brockhampton okay what was my next song sheck west this was the (laughs) worst one you've heard this before is this the first time you've heard it yes dude kids love this Uh, song they love this song katie hates it dude keep listening uh, to it you will start liking it it's the one How many that goes, times Mo! Does he say his name? Mo! It's not, he's not Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba's a basketball player. He says Sheck West like 50 uh, times in the song. Dude, he's very, he's very much like Lil B. You need, I'm gonna play it. 
I guarantee you, if we're going to a party this Friday together, first off, everyone's going to hate it. But since you and I know it, you got to go wild when I play it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, people like it. It's basically a, a meme, I think, now at this point. Okay, your next song was... Carly Rae Jepsen, uh, Emotion, Give, Give Me, Me Love. Love. It's Carly Rae. She is... Stop with the Beyonce nonsense. She Carly Rae Jepsen is the queen of pop. There's no one else doing anything oh as far as pop music that is as interesting and fun and like consistent as Carly Rae Jepsen. We don't need to talk about it. It's good. Everyone knows it. <laughs> okay. What was my next song? Uh, Higher Brothers WeChat with Keith Ape. What? That what? Yeah. Uh, hold on. Or you could skip to rich brian eric uh this is weird but like i only have eight songs on the playlist those are the songs i didn't put there (laughs) really yeah i swear to god damn i don't know how spotify (laughs) works (laughs) (laughs) that's really funny uh so yeah what was your next song so that's why you said i had a lot of asian rap on (laughs) that's really funny dude my last song was mo bamba (laughs) Wait, really? Yeah. Damn. I don't even know that song. All the rest of them are Asian rap songs. (laughs) That's really funny. (laughs) You're like, you listen to a lot of Asian rap. I'm like, there's only one. You racist. Uh, Like, Eric was like, we'll talk about it later. That's so funny. Damn it. Oh, damn. Now it's just me. That's fine. Let's. I'll keep talking about your songs. Okay. So the next song you have is. Saturdays. Who sings Saturdays? Saturdays. It's. I think the guy's yeah. called Twin Shadow. Um, he's Dominican singer songwriter. I don't know. This song's just like catchy. Like it's a good. Oh, I said I liked it. I, I said it. It reminds me of like a song from the eighties. Yes. Like it had a good beat. I liked it. It's definitely good. Like it's a the total. Song, like you're at a wedding and this song comes on and you're like, yeah, oh, yes. But the thing is, it has the beat, but like nobody's gonna know what it is. No. Okay, the next song is Happy, happy, Unhappy. I said, meh, not very catchy. All right, so here's the thing I will point out about your music. There's not a single female artist. Because I was just picking... I'm sorry. (laughs) I like indie music and I like other music. I just kind of wanted to randomly put put like a couple songs together. And when you said that... Yeah, I don't know, whatever. Continue, I'm sorry. Um, Anyway, so... This is, I think it's like a duo. They're from New Zealand. The Beths? Yeah. It's like, if you like indie music, I don't see any reason why you wouldn't like these people. Right. Catchy, you know, chorus, kind of fun lyrics. Right. It's not like... Poppy. Yeah. The next song you have is Chemicals Collide. I wrote, I like this song a lot. Okay. And they remind me of this band that I like called Bell and Sebastian. So Uh I do listen to non-rap music uh yeah i like this song what, what, do you, what do you have to say about this um cloud cult they're a really weird so they're from minnesota and i don't know if this is still true but they were like a super green band when they initially started like they were in like a i don't know a van that ran on friggin' corn oil or some like weird <laughs> crap yeah uh anyway and like all of their records used like recycled materials or whatever um they're just they're a good group uh they have a couple albums um this song in particular has some good lyrics i think the album the meaning of eight is worth a listen um 
Okay, I'd had enough of this song. It's like Coldplay, but a little less annoying. Yes. Okay, I, I get that. The next song is Shrike. Shrike. Shrike by Hosier. Hosier. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. Hosier. I wrote the most boringest song ever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Hosier, if you... Katie likes Hosier. Hosier, um, he is from Ireland. Um and he had the big record "Take Me to Church," which came out a couple years ago. Which was uh, good. Was super popular. He's a really good guitar player. His lyrics are fantastic. He is a poet that can also sing. Um, and this song in particular, "A Shrike," is a type of bird that impales their prey on these thorns. Um, uh-huh. And so this song in particular is about um, feeling like you are the thorn in that relationship and that your partner is just kind of like using you and you're not getting anything out of this relationship. And then looking back, realizing that it was like a mutual partnership and that you didn't value what you had at the time. Um, It's a really beautiful song and worth a listen, but like this is definitely one you have to sit and listen. Like you do not listen to this with someone else. You listen to it by yourself and you like read the lyrics on your phone. But yes. this is an EP. It's like four four tracks, all of them really good. I think Cindy and I both think that like this one is is the standout track. I'm sorry, <laughs> I was sitting on the subway. I was just coming from from work. It's I'm all sorry. good. The next song I have is uh, "Bad Habit." I wrote "Meh," generic white guy rock with yeah, a breathy totally. singer. I bet Katie would like this a lot. <laughs> totally, totally. That's all you need to know. The band is called Foles. They're interesting. Cool. Bad, habit. um, bad habits, a good track. Okay, one of the next song is "Mr. Tillman" by Father John Misty. So I'd heard of this guy, and mm-hmm. I said I wanted to listen to him for a while. Likes him a lot. Is this a? I, I wrote. Is this like most of his stuff? Very much like Beck. This is like a story song. It doesn't really have yeah. a chorus, so it's like I gave it a five out of seven. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, Father John Misty, not religious at all. Um, he's like a folk singer. He's like a yeah, he's like a total, modern folk singer. Total folks. I think Beck's a good comparison. Uh, right. He's very funny. Um, it's like if you're grilling on the patio, this is like music. It was funny. Yeah, I was listening to it, and I was expecting something maybe a little like I expected something more like emotional and like really intense. Maybe because only now when I remember that he was a folk singer, for some reason I try thought he was like something a little different. But anyway, I really liked it. The next song is "Scared Straight." Uh, I liked this song a lot. I said it reminded me of this other artist that I like. Named his name is Jens Lechman. Mm-hmm. Jens Lechman, have you heard of him? Yeah, he's Swedish, and this guy reminded me of a non-Swedish uh, uh, Jens Lechman, but not very catchy as compared to some of the Jens Lechman songs. Okay, so you got anything uh, to say about that one? Uh, yeah. So this is uh, the Long Winters. The guy behind it is John Roderick. Um, he everyone would know his biggest hit which is commander thinks aloud so if you play that song and you remember it um you'll probably like his music uh this isn't my favorite of his songs um Mm -hmm. i really like the song cinnamon which is really good i think the entire album when i pretend to fall is really good um but it's it's worth a try cool the next song i have is first burn uh is this from hamilton so it's not um this is from all of the I've never seen Hamilton. I've never listened to the album because I don't want to listen to it yet. Um, Dude, I feel the same way. And Katie yells me all the time. She's like, it's the best. Like, 
uh, soundtrack to a Broadway show ever. I'm like, well, then the first I love hip hop music. I love Broadway shows. The first time I hear it, I want it to be when I see it. And it might be two years until I see it. But like, I want to experience. I I know. Oh, my God, dude. I I feel we'll see it together. And then we'll shove it in Katie's face that we enjoyed it more. All right. Nice. This is, I think it's from all of the like female leads uh, across the country, wherever Hamilton is performing. They all got together and did this like ensemble of one of the songs from. Yeah, this song is great. Great. Um, Yeah, there's not much else to say about it. It's really good. The next song I have is uh, Wait by the River. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wrote Pretty Boring. Maybe it's because after the song that you just like played, which I loved, Mm -hmm. I was like, ooh, this this playlist is really. Like, start ending strong. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was this And then it was this Lord one. Huron. Uh, Lord Huron is good. I like all their uh, albums. They're usually, like, um, typified in some kind of way. So, like, one of them is very woodsy. One of them is very, like, Western. Um, and this is sort of, like, a spacey vibe to the Yeah, album. I felt spacey. Yeah. Um, Sydney and I saw them live at the Electric Factory in Philly. And what kind of... What kind of... What kind of a... Uh... People dance during, or they just like swaying. It's just kind of like a swaying, yeah. Got it. It's that kind um, of thing. It's good. Uh, I like have clear visions of like we used to live near like the Kelly Drive, and I would bike along like the river there, and I like have clear visions. I don't know. Do you ever get that where you like remember an album specifically at a certain yeah, time? For sure. So anyway, like I remember biking along the Kelly Drive when I hear this album. Which is cool. I remember the Yeezus album because it came out when I was in Teach for America, and I remember sitting oh, on a so bus, good. sitting on a bus go, yeah, really good album. Sitting on a bus going to teach at five in the morning, crying in the in the dawn. <laughs> <laughs> the album and the moment don't match up, but I remember that very clearly. And your last song is "Rich Girl," which is a cover mm-hmm. yeah. sung by Lake Street Drive. It reminded me of I wrote. I like this a lot. I like the original more. But it uh-huh. sounds like a commercial for that old phone. Do you remember the chocolate? Yeah. And it was like the song, like it was like the Candyman song. Yeah. It reminded That's me a little so of that. Funny. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I put another cover on here because Rich Girl nice as its own yeah. is a good song. Um, yeah. But I thought this was like, this was a good cover of the song. Um, she has and, a beautiful voice. Yeah. Beautiful voice. Yeah. So they're they're like a super cool group. They do not have any southern roots. I think they're from Boston, um, but they have like a southern the most racist flair. city in the world, according to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're good. Uh, they have some like kind of poppier hits, like um, "Side Pony," which is just like kind of a funny song. Anyway, um, I think she has a really nice voice. They're all good musicians. You can slow down. We're done, buddy. We're done with the playlists. You made a really good playlist. You made a good playlist. You also, I added some little extras. <laughs> I didn't, I, now that we've do, done this project once, I'm really like, I can kind of see, I kind of thought it was going to be like a gateway to just talk about these artists more, mm-hmm. but, which is kind of like what you did. I wish I put, I wish I, uh, I don't know. I listen to a lot of, like, I, I feel like I listen to more classic, other than the Beatles, Mm-hmm. I don't know what I listen to. I guess we'll find out when we make the next one. No, so I will say, like, on re-review, knowing that, like, whatever last five songs, like, showed up on this playlist that I created. Yeah. Um, yeah. Your your playlist is definitely better. Like, with the random, <laughs> like, it literally, I don't know what happened, but it added, like, five Asian rap songs. 
it felt very like I got changed a lot. Yeah, I don't. Um, Yes, that's interesting. So looking back, it's a solid mix of like your tastes. Interesting. It was uh, folks. Like I feel like you do like. like I dude, I love indie music. I love it. I kind of just went for like one theme, Mm -hmm. and I thought it was more just like a playlist that like I don't know. I love what you did. Yours was like very cohesive and very interested in introducing me and the audience to like some songs they hadn't heard before while mine was just like let's talk about like what this song that we both heard like makes me feel you know what i mean i think they were both good we'll see what the listeners I totally think will, exactly but i definitely want to do this again uh uh yeah, the homework it. for next week uh let me look at our list i think we both got this one though i yeah i think we both did a good job so no money to charity yeah <laughs> take that charity um so I am going to be fine. I'm going to be little... We're going to be at Halloween this weekend together, like at a party. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any way we could do something together? So maybe we'll. Do you want? Do you want to do some sort of food thing in Philly? We could do a food thing. Let's. <sighs> I want to get a cheesesteak. You want to get a cheesesteak? <laughs> Should we do cheesesteaks? All right, let's do cheesesteaks. Is that okay? Yeah, I like it. Okay. Should we? But get... not Pat's no. and Gino's. Oh, of course not. We'll get into that. I'll take you to a new place. Mm. Hell yeah. I can't wait. Uh, We'll talk about cheesesteaks next week. Um, I loved doing this playlist thing, man. I really did. This was fun. We'll do it again. But I need time to like get... To listen to new music? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Well, you know, you were super... I feel like you're less into hip-hop these days than you used to be. I am. So I feel like I am like... I'm excited to introduce you to some of the like indie stuff that I like and I'm not listening to too much new indie music which kind of sucks but uh, I should try and get into it once more yeah good shit man um, check out the playlist let us know what you think yeah for sure um, we what should, should do, we do this, next I think... time as far as a playlist uh, homework I didn't even give you any cues to put on any music so it's gonna be totally up to you oh Here's a here's a you tip. The ending music. Oh, I love the ending music. It's playing right now. Do you have now. an etiquette? Do you have an etiquette? No, 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 not yet, not oh. yet, not oh, yet. Oh, it's not playing etiquette. Right now. I lied. Etiquette. Uh, I did. So what? Mine is again about stop signs. I know I already had a previous <laughs> etiquette about stop signs, <laughs> but if you were at a stop sign and you're going one direction and I'm going the opposite direction, perpendicular to you, and someone is walking in your walking path so that you can't cross the street let me go even if you yeah. got to the stop sign first don't make me also wait for that person across the street that's rude yeah mine is don't manspread on the freaking subway today oh, these so two good. very today these two very clearly european gentlemen they were like swedish or swiss or something because they were in their like brand that doesn't exist in the united states ski outfit mm. like with his coat zipped up all the way it was like his 11 year old son and him like literally like sitting on separate sides of the car where it should be three with their knees just like touching each other in the middle so nobody could sit there i glared at them stop the man spreading son was man spreading it wasn't man spreading more than he was just like not allowed he was sitting literally in a way that nobody could sit in the middle of the subway thing it's very annoying i agree i agree All right, we're going to leave on that angry note. Guys, thanks for listening. We love you. Uh, Thank you for continuing to support this bizarre venture. 
I'm so excited to see you on Friday. The boys know, will be back fun. together. Good, good time. Good times. <sighs> Guys, thanks for listening. Yeah. It's late. It's so late. Everyone's listening Crickets right are now. Out. Crickets are out. Uh, yeah. Eric, do you want to say anything to the, to the listeners? I hope you had a freaky Halloween. I don't see me mad at situations. I see me turning.